0: Hello, welcome to Life in the Pit. This is David Lane, and I, I hope that you're doing well, and it's great to be with you once again. I'm actually in the process of packing to get ready to go to NAM and Anaheim, and I'm going to be there for a few days. And, you know, again, if you're going to be in that area, if that's something that you're also doing, and if you're a listener to the show, definitely I would love to connect with you, so, you know, definitely send me a message. If you would like to, to meet, have a coffee or something, and just have a chat, Uh, Talk about your time in the pit uh, or, you know, any things you like or some suggestions you'd have for the show. Um, Would definitely love to meet you. This is just a short little uh, follow-up episode from the episode that I released this past Friday, which was episode 70 with Angela McHouston. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I'd highly recommend it. Uh, Angela is a personal trainer of Music Strong Fitness and uh, we talked about a, a strength training and injury prevention for musicians. So I think it's a very important episode that uh, I would highly recommend that you check out. But she's also a pit musician, and we, we really didn't talk anything about that. But there is a story from our conversation that I wanted to make sure that had its own episode. And uh, this is a response that she had. Um, and... And by the way, she plays flutes and piccolos. This is a response that she had to, um, you know, what is a funny story that you have from your time in playing for the pit?
1: Hands down, the funniest thing that happened was when I was back at uh, Florida State for my master's. I was in opera orchestra for five seasons. I think technically you're only supposed to do one. (laughs) I did five, including the summer. (laughs) (laughs) It was so much fun i absolutely love opera orchestra uh it's it's got to be one of my absolute favorites Mm -hmm. and one semester i can't remember which but one semester we were doing and of course i don't remember exactly what the what the piece was but we were doing an opera that i couldn't believe they needed me for (laughs) because my part was literally the opening overture and the last act, the very last piece on the va- la- the very last, whatever it was, right. it was, and it was all like, I think it was Piccolo. So I can't remember. If it was like, I want to say Vivaldi and that's wrong. So like could have been Verity or something. I don't know, but it was, right. it was, it was an older opera. <laughs> and I just thought the beginning and the end, Are you serious. <laughs> and so, you know, after the first rehearsal, um, I'm sitting there for like, you know, hours and the, the, uh, the, the director looks down at me and he goes, you don't have to stay. <laughs> but really? Yeah. yeah. So I just snuck out of the pit. And the funny thing is, this was at Ruby Diamond Auditorium. So if you see Florida State, um, you know, like the, that's the, the castle looking building on campus with the giant fountain in front. Mm-hmm. And that's where we were having it. And I lived at the end of the street. Yeah. Directly opposite, like two blocks down. Mm -hmm. Like only, maybe three, you know? And so I would just like sneak out and sneak back in before my last thing. And it was, it was not like the 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 ending credits. It was like the last piece. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was the last thing before the credits and the bows stuff. And it was a big so it wasn't like a solo, but it was heavily prominent in my instrument. Right. Well, you might guess where this is going, <laughs> but um, I was successful. Yep. All but the time it mattered.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh. I
1: got in the habit of like playing my part, sneaking out of the pit, walking home, eating dinner, doing laundry, blah, blah, coming back and finishing the opera. Well, um, one of the nights that we played, and I think there were only two or three performances of this, mm-hmm. I snuck out, did my usual, and I I think I went home, I finished dinner, I finished eating dinner, I did a load of laundry, and I thought, okay, now it's time to go back. And so I go back and I timed it wrong. I sneak up to the pit and I hear them already playing the piece I'm supposed to be playing at the very end. (laughs) I thought, how do you fail opera orchestra when you don't even play? I am like, well, this is it, this is exactly how I fail. (laughs) And so I, I open and I'm like I can't see her. So I open the door, and the you know the the director, everybody's playing, and I sneak in through the instruments. And the director just looks down from his perch, this lofty perch, and just gives me this the evil eye. And I was like,
0: I'm
1: <laughs> no, sorry, I did it wrong. And he didn't fail me. He didn't. It was just the one time. And, you know, we all make mistakes, but I thought of all the things. Right. This is at the very end. And it was all, you know, the audience didn't know, but it was a lot of fluter. I think it was like piccolo, piccolo in the beginning and piccolo at the end. Right. Like, really? It's just not fair. So that's got to be my funniest story, because I thought there's no way you can mess up opera orchestra. Yes, you can. You can fail to show up <laughs> the end because you were doing laundry
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have to figure out what that is uh, it's probably you're probably more right with Verdi I think uh, I'm not sure when piccolo was even invented if it was around for Vivaldi or not and but uh Verdi Verdi it's it seems like something he might do like Verdi's the only person I ever know that that wrote something in the key of D-flat minor, which doesn't actually exist. You have to have a double flat to make it happen. <laughs> yeah,
1: right? <laughs> but, yeah, and I don't I don't remember if it was piccolo or if it was recorder and I was playing it on piccolo or if it was flute. I mean, this was a while ago. Right. But I wanted to say it was from, like, the Handel, Haydn era hmm. because I was thinking, well, this is really early.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And,
1: uh, I honestly don't remember, but it was the overture and the end.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Not nice. I, I almost wonder how other people would handle that in contracting. It seems like they'd almost have a doubling of some kind. <laughs> that would
1: have made more sense, but you know, yeah. I mean, at, at, you know, I was at school for this, so it didn't matter. I mean, right. it's not like we were getting paid, so it didn't right. matter. I mean, I seriously thought I was going to fail. <laughs> 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 I felt yeah. lowest of the low, like, I have just abused the privilege. Right. Oh my gosh. And like, everybody knew it. Everybody knew it. Because I was only there for the beginning and the end, and then I wasn't there.
0: <laughs> right, As yeah. there's, there's one play I did. It's not. It wasn't a musical. It was a version of The Great Gatsby where I was just playing a piano for scene changes, and yeah. act Act one, I'm on probably. You know, I don't think I have a break longer than, like, eight or nine minutes. But act two, I play at the beginning, and then I don't play again until the very end. <laughs> and Same so, thing! Yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm just trusting the... Because the, I had speakers downstairs, I, and I had a book to read. And I'm like, I'm just hoping that I keep an ear out for the lines, you know, and make sure that I... Yep. Know where I am because that was the hardest part of it. That shows don't miss the ending, but um,
1: right, right. And I've played plenty yeah. of plenty of shows in the pit where that's the situation. Like you come in and and yeah. you basically just bring a book. Yep. You know, you but know,
0: you're, as you're a in the
1: pit. They can't see you
0: as a conductor. You don't get much chance to leave. The only time I've ever been able to. Is in Oklahoma because <laughs> uh, oh. Oklahoma has some long scenes, particularly in Act yep. Two. And one time, I really had to go to the bathroom, and I, I knew where that one scene was. I was like, "Okay, I've got at least four and a half minutes before the next song." Says, so <laughs> yep.
1: "That was one of my favorite musicals." Yeah, uh, that I actually had. that and Seven Brides for Seven Brothers.
0: Oh yeah. Wow, those are such great, great pieces to play in. Um, you know, one of my earlier guests was actually a high school, former high school classmate. He was at Florida State in the early, no, I can't be right. Yeah, early 90s is when he was there. Mm-hmm. And I was very surprised because I, I know that Florida State is a big school, but he said the theater department when he was there had like no more than, Maybe a dozen, you know, like 12, 15 at a time. They're very selective. and
1: Oh, very, yeah.
0: Yeah. the, the music That was department, really small. Yeah, the music department's, you know, bigger. <laughs> of course, it has to be because marching chiefs and everything.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it was sizable. I remember there was one, one year we played um, that I was in the opera orchestra. We did Fidelio, mm. which was really cool. And what was funny is they brought in this baritone from New York. It wasn't even a student. Oh. So I think there's some validity to that.
0: That's funny. I don't know if
1: it's still that way, but they were pretty pretty selective. It was not a large like the opera department is not large at all. Right. At least I don't think it was when I was there and I graduated in 05.
0: Now you were there, um you were there as a master's student. Did Yeah. Did were you ever recruited to marching band? Was that something that no. they asked you to do?
1: <laughs> no, no. All my st- I was a I was a teaching assistant. So uh. a lot of my students were in marching chiefs and they all loved it. Oh yeah. They absolutely loved it.
0: Well, you know, I was considering going to Florida State for my undergraduate degree, but I went to another university in Florida that didn't have a football team, so they didn't have a marching band, and when I got there, I just felt relief, because I really wanted to sink my teeth into some concert music, but... You know, it's one of those things that it would have been pretty cool to have been in a marching band that's on national television. And
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. And, they, you know, they've got the flaming spear and he rides it on the horse and the whole right. thing. I mean, I, I did see one one basketball, one basketball, one football game. Right. So I, I don't football, right. but I went once to say I went because I could go for free and you know I know it's a big deal and I'm like that was actually pretty cool when he rode out there with the headdress and the you know the horse and the horse was just chill the whole time I thought that was pretty cool and the marching band did a great job.
0: I uh, see so you, you know. if you if you said 05, so you caught a pocket when they weren't very good. <laughs> 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 they were really good. They were really good in the nineties, like
1: okay. super, you
0: know. <laughs> um, right, but then uh, yeah, uh, Florida State fans know. 2001 to 2009 is the lost decade. <laughs> That's what they but call
1: wasn't him. Bobby Bowden still there?
0: He was there and about a decade past his prime. You know, it's like he mm. the game was yeah. changing and he was not and so forth. But um, yeah, in, in, in the 90s it was, he was on top, top right. of his game and, and right. so forth. But yeah, it's funny. I've only seen Florida State play where I live uh, because they're in the same conference as Wake Forest and so they've when they come here, I usually try to go to the games.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm sorry I don't appreciate it. Oh, I, <laughs> I know I probably should, but you know I am not I don't sports. I pick up stationary objects. Right. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> that's kind of why I picked it though. There, you know there's no hand-eye coordination.
0: <laughs> and that's it for this bonus segment. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this uh, little short episode. Uh, There will not be any other episodes this week. I will hopefully have something for you. It might be on the short side, uh, but uh, something new for you to listen to on June 10th. Until then, thank you for listening.